Congratulations! Your gift of a new day is here. Ready to live it big? You're listening to the Big Life Devotional Podcast. Now, here's Pamela to get you fired up for all God has available for you today. Well, good morning, beautiful. Welcome to a brand new day of life. Happy Thursday, my friends. Oh my gosh, it is the final day of November. This is it, y'all. Tomorrow morning, should we be given the gift of life once again, if our eyes open, we wake up to the final month of this year. I don't know where this year has gone, but whoo, it has gone somewhere. Today is the last day of November. I am just honored that you pressed play, that you invited me into your life. I'm excited to share with you what God's been prompting me with this morning, and I'm just going to give you a fair warning. It is raw, and it is super honest, and I'm going to be extremely vulnerable to share some things with you today, Um, but I just have a feeling I'm probably not the only one that struggles with what I struggle with. I, I bet that there's a whole group of fabulous people out there that struggle with something similar as me. And um, maybe what God's been talking to me about today uh, is also for you. And so that's what I'm going to share with you in today's devotional. Before we get started with that devotional, I just want to say hey to all of my girls in big life mentoring. I love y'all. I am so grateful that we just get to go deeper in life together. And I want to announce what your theme is for our month together in big life mentoring. For December, our theme is master plan. Now, if you're hearing this and you're not a member of Big Life Mentoring, but you listen to the devotionals and and you kind of would like more of this in your life. You would like more Jesus, more pep, more zest, but also more guidance, more direction, more of a plan for your life, then that's what Big Life Mentoring is. And I have spots available. I would love to welcome you in. Check out what our theme is for December. It is Master Plan. Master Plan. Yeah, getting the master... (laughs) add an S in there, the master plan for our life in 2024. We are going to spend the month of December preparing, receiving, and planning for our new year of life on the way 2024. Now, they say if if you don't have a plan, then you plan to fail. And I've tried that before. I've tried going into a year of life with no plan, just loosey-goosey, and it didn't work out real well for me. And then I've had a plan, but it's been my own plan, not God's plan, and I've created massive messes in my life. And so what I've learned is the value of having a plan, but making sure that it aligns with God's plan. What is God's plan for your life in this new year coming? I would love to be your guide and your mentor and and guide you through prayers of seeking God's plan for your life, Um, guide you through the process that's been proven successful for thousands of people in writing goals, 
planning and achieving those goals. I would love to guide you in that process. The process of receiving your word for the year and then creating a mantra that acts as the ultimate affirmation that you speak daily, remembering the vision, the dream, the goals that God has given you. So this is all process of the master plan, and I would love to share it with you. Uh, If you are a member of Big Life Mentoring, get ready, girls. It is going to be amazing in December. If you're not a member yet and you would like to be, I'll just tell you, it's not expensive. You might be saying to yourself, well, that's great, but I can't afford it. Well, maybe you could because it's actually less than a dollar a day. It's 29 bucks for the entire month. There's no strings. You don't have to continue. Try it in December. Here's the thing. A lot of people think, I'll just wait till the new year. I would really encourage you if you're wanting 2024 to be bigger and better, uh, if you're wanting to achieve some things in your life, don't wait. You'll be overwhelmed in January. Get started in December because I'm going to teach you how to get ready for January. I'm going to teach you the process in December. So check out the website. There's more details there. It's biglifementoring.com. If this is something that you would like and you need in your life, I would love to be your mentor. Check out the details. I'll be texting and emailing you daily. You'll have direct line of communication with me. I'll introduce you to an amazing army of women that are just like you on the same journey and you can help each other. We have weekly live mentoring sessions. And in December, I'm going to be super intentional with keeping those sessions shorter, super powerful. I know you're busy in December, but we got some work to do. And we're going to have fun while we work. All right? Okay, again, biglifementoring.com is the website. I would love to welcome you to all of our current members. Thank you for inviting me into your life. I'm going to pour my best into you in December, seeking the master's plan. All right, here we go with that devotional that I told you is like super personal and really vulnerable. (sighs) The title of today's episode of the Big Life Devotional Podcast is Just Be Impressed. Is it possible for you to impress God? I mean, really like set yourself apart in his eyes with your good works. Can you do that? Well, let me tell you something. I've tried. (laughs) Dang, I have tried. I can't count how many boxes I've checked to follow the rules and be a good girl worthy of blessings. And on the outside, it looks real nice. But on the inside, it leaves me wondering if I've done enough. And then in classic human form, I fail to check a box. I screw up. I sin. And then begins the litany of thoughts of unworthiness. And ultimately, I wind up in a place of fear. I become afraid that God is disappointed in me. And in his disappointment, he will punish me. Does anyone else play this cat and mouse game of good works and fear, checking boxes and unworthiness, earning blessings and dodging punishments. I do it. A lot, actually. 
my sincere offerings to God soon turn into this daily obligation. And if I don't do it, I feel guilty. And that guilt tells me bad things are going to happen to me. And ultimately, the fear of something bad happening to me deepens my commitment to a daily obligation and lessens my sincere offering to God. I know God is not impressed. So what do I do? I try harder. (laughs) Is God impressed by my guilt? Is he disappointed in my guilt? Is he more likely to bless me when I am sincere and more likely to withdraw his blessings when my motives are selfish? Do you ever ask these questions? Seriously, here's a peek into my mind, okay? Now, I offer this with the risk of judgment from people who perhaps have their spiritual life in better order, but judge away if you feel the need. Here's the truth. This past weekend, I was sick. I straight up did not feel good. And on Saturday morning, I rolled straight from the bed onto the couch And I skipped an important part of my morning. I didn't pray. The pillow was laying on the floor beside my bed as it always is, but my knees did not hit it. And at the end of the day, when I saw the pillow still laying on the floor as my prompt to pray, I not only felt guilt, but I felt fear. And here's where my thoughts went. What if something terrible happened to one of my children today because I didn't pray over them? Again, this is me trying to earn God's blessings, trying to earn his provision and his protection. I earn it with my faithfulness. I earn it with my good works. And if I fail to do good, then I fear punishment. If God is not impressed by me, will he be disappointed in me? And if God is disappointed in me, does he turn his back on me? I'm naturally a doer, a worker, an achiever. And guess what? God needs absolutely none of that from me. None. (laughs) My head knows that but my heart is still trying to catch on to it. Anyone else on this same journey? Anyone else trying to earn God's approval and just check all the boxes so you qualify for his blessings? Is there anyone showing up today listening to a daily devotional because there's a box you got to check? In the beginning, it was because you sincerely wanted to grow closer to God. But it has somehow warped into an obligation, which when met, you become worthy. When unmet, you feel guilty. And that guilt leads to fear. But Ephesians 2 verses 8 and 9 says, For it is by grace... You have been saved through faith. And this is not from yourselves. It is the gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast. It is grace that saves me, not my works. 
I have done absolutely nothing to earn God's goodness in my life. It is purely a gift that comes through faith. And if I can't earn it, that also means I can't unearn it. I'm still trying to wrap my mind around that. I'm not quite there yet, but I know this much. God is working on me with this one. He is digging through the layers of performance and hitting my heart. And he's smoothing my rough edges and bringing me into grace. Grace. I'm now understanding I have never understood grace. It's hard for me to comprehend. However, Anne Lamott writes about grace in a way that bypasses my head and it hits my heart. And Anne says it like this. I do not understand the mystery of grace, only that it meets us where we are and does not leave us where it found us. Grace is Jesus throwing us over his shoulder and carrying us to places we could have never gone on our own. Whew. Get that visual. Just pause for a moment and see Jesus graciously carrying you on his shoulder. This grace is a mystery. Let it remain a mystery. Stop trying to understand it. We can't. Stop stop trying to earn it. You can't. Stop believing the lie that you have been disqualified from it. You're not. It is Jesus that throws us over his shoulder and carries us to places we could have never gone on our own. He gets us there. He carries us through. He makes a way. He changes things, not us. Jesus. Not because we deserve it. Not because we've racked up enough good deeds to qualify for it. Only because he swooped in and he rescued us. Me. You. Only because he paid the highest price possible for you. Only because he has made you fully righteous. This is grace. When I embrace the mystery of grace, then I come back to that genuine desire to draw close to God. Then I want to know more and more about him. And then I'm blown away by him instead of me trying desperately to blow him away. God does the impressing here, not us. Stop trying to impress God and just be impressed by him. I realize I'm not impressed by God on the level that I should be because I'm so consumed with trying to impress God myself. Anybody else. 
Hear him loud and clear today. Stop trying to impress me and just be impressed by me. He simply wants his girl to wallow in the generous offer of his grace. Now check out this scripture written by Paul and see if it hits different now. It's a familiar scripture. I've taught on it, I don't know how many times, but reading it today in light of the mystery of grace, understanding more and more how I can't earn it, I'm never going to deserve it, it's a gift, it just hits different. So let's read this, 2 Corinthians 12, verses 9 and 10. But he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses so that Christ's power may rest on me. That is why, for Christ's sake, I delight in weaknesses, in insults, in hardships, in persecutions, in difficulties, for when I am weak then I am strong. If grace is throw, is Jesus throwing you over his shoulder and carrying you to places you could have never gone on your own, then his grace is best revealed in the places where you can't do it on your own. The places where you are weak, the places where you struggle, the places where you know you can't do this. This is where grace does its finest work because this is where Jesus carries you. This is where Jesus does what you cannot do. This is where Jesus makes things happen that you could never make happen. So when you're in that place of knowing you can't get there on your own, Resist the offering of guilt. Resist the temptation of performance. Whoo! Oh my gosh, if I, my middle name should be performance. Mm. And God is telling me to drop it. Resist the pride that says you have to do it right or you will be a disappointing failure. Instead, Delight in knowing this is precisely where Jesus carries you. This is where he takes you to places you could never get to on your own. This is where he meets you where you are and will not leave you there. This, my friends, is grace. I will never understand it. I will never be good enough to earn it, but I know that Jesus has thrown me over his shoulder and he is carrying me to places I could never go on my own. And that grace saves me. And it's saving me from myself. Today, stop trying to impress God and simply be impressed by him. Yeah, I just feel like I bared my entire soul. <laughs> Anybody else? You, my loon? I don't know. Uh, this is this is where I'm at, and this is the journey that God is taking me on, and just showing me, hey, girl, I don't, I don't need 
your performance. I don't need it. Receive my grace. I'll carry you where you can't go. Whoo! All right. Hey, you want to pray together? Let's do it. Well, good morning, Papa God. We are truly grateful that you have given us another new day of life. And God, we want to be obedient in what you're showing us here today and just lay the performance aside. Just get rid of all the boxes we're trying to check to drop the guilt and therefore drop the fear. And God, we just want to be impressed by you. And we recognize that we haven't been as impressed by you as we could be because we've been trying to impress you. So God, I just pray that you would help us to receive the mystery of grace. We don't understand it, but Lord, help us to have the faith to receive it. Jesus, I thank you. Thank you for throwing us over your shoulder. Thank you for carrying us to places we could never go on our own. Just thank you. Thank you for what we don't understand and what we can't earn. Be at work within us as we are so impressed by you. I'm so grateful for every soul you have brought to hear this today. And I pray that your spirit would be doing a mighty work within each and every one of us. I pray for these families. I do pray for your provisions for them, your protection over them. And I thank you so much for what you're doing. It is in the name of Jesus. Amen. My friends, I love you wildly, and I am so grateful for our time together. Thank you for inviting me into your life. Have a beautiful day. I would love to meet you again tomorrow. And again, don't forget, if you would like to join us in Big Life Mentoring, I'm waiting to welcome you today. I would love to be texting with you directly today. Like, legit, it's me. You really do text me, and I really do text you back, and I would love to do that today. So check it out, biglifementoring.com. I love you wildly. Have a beautiful day of life. Goodbye, everybody. You were created for a big life. We'll help you do it. Join us each weekday for a new Big Life devotional podcast. If you're ready to dive into the Big Life way of living, visit our website at biglifehq.com. 